Hey friend, are you looking for episodes that dive deep into your Enneagram type? Or are you searching for faith-based insights that transform your life? With over 300 episodes on the Simply Wholehearted podcast, it's easy to get overwhelmed. But don't worry, friend, I've got you covered. Introducing the curated, personalized podcast playlist that is just for you based on your Enneagram type. So get your copy to help you continue your path of self-discovery and spiritual growth. You can get it at simplywholehearted.com or just click the link in the show notes to get your personalized playlist. And let's continue on this transformative journey together. Hi, my name is Amy Wicks, and I help you navigate the overwhelm and frustration of motherhood through faith, Enneagram, and simple plans. As a faith-based Enneagram coach, I champion you to love your mothering style because you are the mom your kids need, even when you don't feel like it. I'm a mountain mama who somehow ended up on a cul-de-sac in the Midwest, overwhelmed and frustrated by motherhood. But the Lord didn't let me stay there. He helped me turn the challenges of motherhood into a wholehearted decision to get intentional with my faith, my self-awareness, and my family. Each episode of this podcast provides perspective through story, wholehearted purpose, and simple plans so you can discover how to love your mothering style and be confident that you are the mom your kids need. Think of this podcast as your on-the-go mom pal and friend, who can't help but talk about Jesus and the Enneagram. So get to that pile of laundry, or hit the treadmill, or load up the kids in the car for that grocery run. Get ready to be encouraged and empowered while you listen. This is the Simply Wholehearted Podcast. This week, I'm trying out a first for the Simply Wholehearted Podcast, a limited time-only episode. This means this episode will disappear on September 28th by 7 p.m., which is when I will be kicking off my three-day Zoom workshop on how to de-stress and find more time for what you love. Consider this episode your sneak peek and part one of a three-step growth process in your spiritual, emotional, and relational life. Today, I'm going to focus on helping you become more aware of your unique stress patterns and triggers in addition to a very beneficial process of reflection. But in my live workshop on the 28th, there will be specific and practical steps to take awareness and create new rhythms to see significant emotional growth. Plus, the workshop's final day will help you find more time to put your knowledge into action. Now here's the deal, friend. Stress. Oh, stress. (laughs) Well, it comes in all shapes and sizes. Stress can occur from a job change, financial strain, world events, election, family issues, and friendships. And for women, well, which is most of you listening, if you watch for it, you will see a 28-day pattern of stress. For women, we commonly see this uptake in stress during the luteal phase of our cycle. And simply put, after ovulation and before your menstruation begins, well, things are a little bit more tense for us. We often call this PMS, and for some of us, the impact is more significant than others. There is also a considerable level of stress during the nine months of pregnancy and 12 months past giving birth, known as postpartum. 
In Enneagram language, this week's episode, I will cover the lines of stress and growth and how it impacts you. And in my live workshop, you're going to get personalized worksheets about how those lines are depicted on the Enneagram symbol. I'm going to share them with you today, but at the workshop, you'll have a customized worksheet with a visual description. The lines symbolically represent the direction you go when you are stressed or when you are walking in healthy spiritual rhythms and living as the Lord's beloved. Also, something interesting to note here, sometimes I use the understanding of these lines and growth connections as a way to help identify someone's dominant Enneagram type. Some clients have been mistyped because they are under significant stress and for years, so they identify strongly with the way their type tends to behave when they're unaware. And on the rare occasion, someone who is very spiritually mature might identify closely with the behavior reflected in their type's line of growth. Now, back in March 2020, my whole family made a weekend trip to Colorado Springs to stay with friends and attend a conference. Well, little did we know, or I know, that this was going to be the weekend the entire world would be shut down. It was a little surreal, of course. And because of the turn of events, it turned out my husband, Spencer, was going to drive our van back home, but the kids and I are going to, were going to stay a few extra days, and we rented a vehicle to make the trip back. Now, you have to understand, I have driven Highway 70, the route between Kansas City and Colorado Springs, a hundred times. I'm not kidding, at least a hundred times, because we've lived in Kansas City for almost 13 years, and most of my family still lives in Colorado. Plus. I am always up for an adventure, so I've driven the kids out there solo more times than not. But this time, I had a brilliant idea to try a new way to leave, and that was to leave later in the afternoon, hoping my now more teenage kids would sleep once we hit 9 or 10 o'clock at night. I honestly, I didn't even bother setting my GPS on the phone because I have driven this route so many times, I practically have it memorized. But here's the deal. The drive home was a little unsettling. Again, the world had just gone crazy, right? We didn't know what was going to happen. All these things were changing and shutting down. And I thought, well, maybe it's because of, you know, living in Kansas City, a bigger city. It felt like things were really going crazy. And then I was in Colorado Springs, which is also a bigger city. But when I was even in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, (laughs) I stopped at a gas station and they were out of toilet paper. And the McDonald's next door had a solid line of 30 plus cars in the drive-thru because it was like the only thing open. I really had to try hard to shake off the crazy and my tiredness as I headed back on the freeway. Now the kids were sleeping peacefully, finally. I was listening to an audiobook and then I noticed the signs counting down the miles towards Lyman, as in Lyman, Colorado, and suddenly it registered. I was headed west on 70. I was supposed to be going east. I was heading home, not to Colorado. I was supposed to go east. So the reality hit me. I had gone about 45 miles in the wrong direction. Well, I know you're laughing at me and I can laugh at it now, but you can imagine my horror and utter dismay. So I turned on my GPS as I should have in the first place. And I realized very quickly that I wasn't going to make it into my driveway till about 2 a.m. Now, yes, it was a bummer. I recovered. I survived. But here's the point. And this is why I shared the story. I knew the direction I needed to go. I knew the route like the back of my hand. I even knew the signs. 
but I wasn't paying attention. I sort of got cocky. Call it stress, sleepiness, or the shock and awe of current crazy events, I didn't have my safeguard in place to make sure I kept going the right direction. So here's the deal, my friend. When we use it the correct way, this kind of insight is the gift of the Enneagram. Instead of just learning about what stress and growth look like for you, you can use it as a GPS to keep you going in the right direction. Turn it on, use it, and read the signs frequently. (laughs) Unlike me, (laughs) who got a little cocky and I didn't turn my GPS and I ended up with a very late night of driving. Now, I would love to say that this sort of situation never happened again, And I'm embarrassed to admit that on a recent trip last November, I did the same exact thing. This time I was by myself. You would have think I would have learned, but I didn't. Sometimes it takes me a couple of times, but I can tell you one thing for sure. Since that time, I am always using my GPS between Colorado and Kansas City, even when I don't think I need it, even when I think I have it memorized like the back of my hand. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. You may not feel like you are in a stressful season of life. You may not be thinking that you are taking on stressful behavior patterns or that you're in a situation that has you acting out like the low side of that stress line. But the Enneagram is here to help you. It's here to help you whether you think you need to or not. It's just a great tool to do some check-ins. Because you are human, my friend, and you're going to slip up and you're sometimes going to go in the wrong direction, oftentimes when you least expect it. Use the awareness and practical guidance that I'm offering to help you turn the car around and head the right way, the right direction. So whether you need to go east or west, you want to make sure you're going the right way. Now, here's a rundown of the lines of growth and stress for each Enneagram type. For the type eight, Your stress is the low side of the five, and your growth is the high side of the two. For the type nine, stress is the low side of a type six, and growth is the high side of the type three. For the type one, stress is the low side of the type four, and growth is the high side of the type seven. For the type two, stress is the low side of the type eight, growth is the high side of the four. For the type three, stress is the low side of the type nine. Growth is the high side of the type six. For the type four, stress is the low side of the type two. Growth is the high side of the type one. For the type five, stress is the low side of the type seven. And growth is the high side of the type eight. For the type six, Stress is the low side of the type three. Growth is the high side of the type nine. And for the type seven, stress is the low side of the type one and growth is the high side of the type five. Now, when you take a close look of stress, it can feel intimidating and frustrating and 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 even like, I mean, like, I know this. I don't like this about myself. I don't want to look at this. But be encouraged that that's why we talk about the stress and growth, because there is also a growth point for you. 
Now, when I work with my small group coaching or my one-on-one coaching clients, we spend a lot of time on this insight because there's so much to learn about yourself that really does empower the growth that most of my friends and most of my clients are really hoping to see, whether it's at work, whether it's with their family, in their marriage, in their friendships. These different patterns show up again and again, and it's really helpful to know and be aware so we can get ourselves going in the right direction. Now, first, I'd like us to be able to dive in to identify the behavior. So if you were my coaching client, I would ask questions like, what does it look like when you take on the low side of your stress point? Do you know what triggered your reaction? And now looking back, how would it have played out differently if you had been able to respond instead of just react? Now, there's a lot more questions that we would sort through because it's a conversation and everybody has a different answer and we all have different pain points, right? But here is a big key to consider. Often our stress is an issue, not because we are stressed. I mean, no one likes it, but oftentimes because our stress comes out sideways. I mean, we're usually like trying really hard and we know things are intense and we've got all this pressure and and things like that. And we're trying really, really hard to respond in a kind way and not react. But, But when we continue to repress it and suppress it instead of practice some soul care and self-regulation, it just comes out the wrong way. We snap when we don't want to and and we, you know, pull away when we need to push in all sorts of different things. The, the root of it is, is we react instead of respond. We just don't give ourselves the space to self-regulate and regroup. So I have a couple more takeaways for you today in this episode, but I do want you to know if you found this helpful, I really encourage you to get your seat for the live workshop that is happening at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, the 28th. We are really going to dive into each of these and and spell out the details. You'll have a worksheet, several worksheets, in fact, that help you understand this better. But then in the coaching, they're just something that happens, whether it's one-on-one coaching or group coaching, where people see greater transformation. They really get that opportunity to put information and knowledge into action. So for today, think about this for one extra moment. Reaction is automatic. Response is chosen. I'll say that one more time. Reaction is automatic, but response is chosen. Now, when you are stressed, your default to automatic behaviors is driven by emotions or irrational thinking. So it's purely reaction, right? But when you utilize self-awareness, you can partner with the Holy Spirit who does provide you self-control, which brings you out of automatic patterns and into a response that you have more control over, a response that you decide or choose. The goal is to choose how to respond, even in times of stress, and it is possible. In the workshop that I'll be offering, you'll be able to learn specifics about your personality. But for now, I want you to think about a light system for your stress like this. Now, I'm going to detour a little bit from our traditional traffic light system, right? When you think of about the stoplights, it's red, yellow, green. But for today, I'm going to talk about a red, blue, green light system. Now, to define it, red means you need to stop. You're overwhelmed anxious, you're yelling maybe, your heart is pounding, you're losing sleep, and you're just angry. So that's red, and you need to stop. We'll hop down to the blue. 
Blue is you're running too slow. You're underwhelmed. You're tired. You're bored. You're zoned out. You're shut down and you're sad. Maybe struggling with depression for a little bit. And then the green, well, that's that's like the zone of genius, right? You're good to go. You're calm, happy, relaxed, focused. You can learn. You can grow. You connect. You can listen. And that's when you feel like you're thriving. So that was red, blue, and green. Red is you need to stop because you're overheated. Blue, you're running too slow. And so we might need to do some things to get the system going. And green is you're good to go. You're, you're just in this lane of thriving, we'll call it. You're just hitting like that sweet 65. The top is rolled down. <laughs> you're just cruising. <laughs> All right. So the goal here is to check in regularly to evaluate if your body is running too fast, too slow, or just right. And you can use those color systems, that light, the three zone light system, the red, the blue, the green. Now, when you are blue or red, those are indicators that you are stressed. And oftentimes, your stress is coming out in a way that is reactive instead of responding. But when you're walking in step with the Holy Spirit, you're living mindfully, you're checking in, you're doing that soul care, you're taking uh, just an opportunity to pause or to speed up, you're living in the green center. So this week, after you've listened and processed this information, I'd love it if you would utilize that red, green, and blue visual. Begin to evaluate what triggers your behaviors to either red or the blue. And on the flip side, what gets you to green? What are the things that are bringing you life that make you a little happier, right? Okay, last but not least is about regulation. So you've checked in, right? You're kind of getting a feel for are you blue, are you red, or are you green? Most of us, friends, like don't be discouraged about this. Most of us are living in that blue or red. And so the goal is every day we come to the Lord. So we can live a little bit more in that green, (laughs) that green zone. So as you are doing the self-check-ins to pause and evaluate if you're over or underwhelmed, you begin to use these awesome coping skills or self-regulation skills to get back to the green. If you are in the blue zone, you might need some gross motor movements, and that means increased sensory input, a boost of energy. This is when you the last thing you might feel like, but you might need to go on a run or do a really high energy, like kickboxing class, um, something that, that uses a little bit more energy. And, and you want to maybe listen to some music, do some dancing in the privacy of your room, something that, that just gets you going and helps increase that energy, helps you feel a little bit more live in touch with your sensory level and, and things like that. Now, red, on the other hand, this is when you need to stop and you need to practice those deep breathing moments that create a decreased sensory input. So maybe you love to listen to music. And when you're blue, you might need some like high energy, like your favorite, I don't know, maybe like hip hop or pop or something like that. Or I don't, I doubt I have any heavy metal friends, listener friends in here. Maybe you you like that, but But when we're in red, instead, you want to put on the instrumental or the calming or the sounds of nature, 
maybe even just like that stream of water that just calms you from your mind down into your spirit. You need more quiet. And I get it, mama with three littles, (laughs) like five and under quiet feels impossible, but this is when nap time is so invaluable. And even if you can't get them to sleep, they have their quiet time so you can have your quiet time. And you still might need a release of energy, but maybe it's more like yoga, slow movement. Maybe it's walking instead of running. Maybe it's doing something, but in quiet, things that calm the body and mind. Okay, so we covered a lot here. I gave you the lines of stress and growth for each type. And I told you my silly story about going the wrong direction on the freeway, not once, but twice. Yes, I know it's not going to happen again. Lord help me. (laughs) And then we talked about the three zones here. Checking in, figuring out where are you? Are you red or blue? And most of the time that's where we're going to be. And then you're going to do some things so you mindfully get to the green. And then there was regulation tips. We talked about that if you were underwhelmed, then that you're in the blue zone and you might need some bigger gross minute movements and increased sensory input. But if you're in the red zone, you might need the quieter, decreased sensory input and some deep breathing. All right. Now, were these insights helpful? I truly would love to know. Now, remember this episode, it's only going to be live for a limited time. It's going to go off for just in time for the workshop to kick off on September 28th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Of course, I have all the links and the details in the show notes because I really would love for you to join us. I am going to provide a detailed deep dive for your personality type. I promise it's actually going to be customized for you. And I will focus on the soul care insights. So kind of like the red and blue tips, the regulation stuff, but even more soul care insights that are really going to keep you on the path to spiritual growth and health. It'll be like we're having a session together where we're going to get this on paper, written down, acknowledge it, take some time to focus on it. And then on the last day, we're going to, we're going to spend some time finding the time to do what you love and these actions and these steps and these processes to help you thrive instead of just feel like you're constantly coming back to the red and the blue zone. All right. So next month, My faithful podcast listeners, I'm going to be back with the 17th season of the Simply Wholehearted podcast. I can't believe it. But in the meantime, I do hope that you grab your seat at the De-Stress and Find More Time to Do What You Love workshop happening September 28th. And while you're at it, you can listen to all 212 plus episodes here on the Simply Wholehearted podcast on your favorite platform. And, and just remember one more word about this workshop. It is recorded. So if you can't join live, you'll still get all the benefits from the teaching, the Q and a, and the worksheets, but I would sure love to get to see your beautiful face on zoom. So until next time, friend, continue to pursue perspective, purpose, and plans for the wholehearted life you desire.